Why go to all the trouble of experiencing the great outdoors for yourself when you can listen to a few Northwest Outdoor experts yap about it? This is the Outdoor Line with Tom Nelson, Rob Ensley, and Joey Pyburn on Seattle Sports Station and at seattlesports.com. The Outdoor Line is brought to you by Yamaha, Sportco Outdoor Emporium, Weldcraft and Duckworth Boats, Roy Robinson RV, Kitsap Marina, Harbor Marine, Rain Marine Electronics, and Les Schwab Tires. Welcome to Hour 2 the Outdoor Line, 710 Sports and the Seattle Sports app. Joe Pyburn here for one more day in Southeast Alaska, and he's got to go home. Joel Martin, who lives here, fishbearenoff.com. Phil Spielgene, who was here for basically two and a half days of angling. That expanded to a week. You have issues. Rob Esley saw Craig Alaska once. Now he lives there. I'm seeing a trend here somehow. Uh, but let's let's trend on down to the Skykomish River, where uh, we got an opener next week for some summer Chinook. And here to tell us all about it, Todd Daniels of TallTalesGuideService.com. What's up, River Dog Daniels? Hey, Todd. How you doing, man? <laughs> good Good morning, guys. How were you this morning? Oh, we're doing good. Hey, dude, I'm looking at the Snowtel data. Uh, this is the snowpack data for the, for the Cascade Mountains. 223% wow. as of May 21st. That's, the, that's how much yes, snow sir. we have in the mountains there. Um, how, how are you going to... Deal with that. I mean, is that going to affect this fishery once you get going there? Or we might have snow all the way through August, the way this is going. I don't know. What, what do you see? <laughs> Which would not be a bad thing. Well, no, we'll take it. No. Yeah, exactly, exactly. No, it's, uh, you know, up here uh, on the sky, you know, we live and die by the, by the snowpack and, and mm-hmm. the water heights up here. You know, generally speaking, the higher the water, the colder the water, the snappier these fish are um, up here. Mm-hmm. And it keeps them moving and uh, coming into the system every day. So, um, yeah, I saw that a, a couple of days ago, too, Robbo. And, and I'm not going to lie, I mm-hmm. giggled and, and did a little happy dance, um, <laughs> you know, with that. It's, uh, it, it is. It's just it's good. As you know, cold water and lots of water is really good for fish. Mm-hmm. And, heck, you know, starting next weekend, we're going to take advantage of that as best we can. So, um, yeah, we, uh, you know, the uh, preseason forecasts, uh, you know, we got uh, for the Snohomish system anyways, I think we were just north of about 13,000 fish nice. of that, uh, mm-hmm. about 11,000 hatchery fish on paper. Um, Jeez. now, so you have that, um, with high water, good water, cold water. Um, and, and as we look, you know, down here too, you, you going back to last winter, um, the steelhead, uh, for most all Puget Sound rivers, all came in above uh, forecasts, um, came in great numbers. The Cowlitz River came in in great numbers. As we know, the spring shook numbers are, are blowing the preseason forecast out of the water down off the Columbia River, uh, by and large. And, uh, you know, so the trends for, you know, larger returns are, are here. And so, you know, we'll we'll start finding out starting next weekend what, what's happening up here. So I'm excited that... Uh, you know, say the least. Yeah. So this is going to be Guess cool. Who? And as you guys know, sorry, go ahead. Guess who just happens to have next Saturday off? Hey. <laughs> <laughs> we will have this conversation, Joey. <laughs> that is for sure. Uh, he's a uh, very good deckhand, Nelly. I don't know if you know this yet, but. Uh, <laughs> you <laughs> get your hands off my Joey. You quit it. No, he, 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 he will definitely, definitely be missed. But those, those Skycomish Kings are, are, are interesting animals. They've, they've got the reputation of being little egg biters. 
I know you're going to yeah. go with that program, Todd Daniels. But with this higher water, would, would you and would you ever have a plug on the boat and think about wrapping and sitting for them? I mean, what's your game plan with all this water, buddy? Yeah. So, uh, bait, bait, and more bait. If you don't have bait, go find bait. Uh, gotcha. That's, that's just my pro. That's our program here. You know, we're gonna have, like you said, we're gonna have a lot of high water. And so, what these fish are gonna do is they're gonna find the softest edges, uh, the softest currents uh, uh, in the river system. So that's what we're gonna be targeting. You know, the inside edges of river bends. Uh, you know, behind big rocks, because the the water's gonna be cranking up there. So you gotta be, you know, pay attention to that and get in that soft stuff. And that's where they're going to be. And if you have the right presentation and a, a good presentation of, you know, nice glob of eggs in there, they're going to snap at it. Now, that being said though, that, you know, the drift boat guys, uh, whatnot, uh, cause there's, you know, there's quite a few drift boat guys down there. I've seen tons of them up there with, you know, smaller plugs, it seems, you know, in that, you know, K11s, uh, you know, 3.5 maglips, things like that, wrapped, uh, working those seams and things like that. They catch fish doing it, absolutely. So it's not a one-trick pony, so to speak, but generally speaking, the the guys that are in the boats are going to be using bait and, uh, you know, and cover water, cover, cover, cover water. Shoot, I mean, on any given day, we'll start up, you know, near the mouth of the Wallace up there at Sultan, end up at the mouth of the river by the end of the day and back up. Although with that current fuel prices, we may... Uh, well, one one yeah. thing I've learned, particularly you know, for halibut, is we're not burning any gas when we're on anchor. You know, no, no we're not. No, but we but we do we have burn to burn a little bit getting to <laughs> yeah. the anchor spot. Yeah, but yep, you, you know, enough, I'm, enough, right? this is we. I don't. This is going to be a season where, and if you get a couple warm days, you're going to see you're going to see water heights in that Skykomish River that I that are that are going to be very very challenging and and something that's beyond. Your, your previous experience, but the other aspect of that is it's going to suck a whole lot of fish out of that estuary, and they're going to get up there quick. Now you combine that with the forecast you mentioned. Now we're looking next year mm-hmm. at at the fact that the uh, Pacific Salmon Commission has allocated monies that are going to result in 20 million additional smolts coming back to Washington waters, 2.5 million of these additional in the Wallace Rack, 2.5 million in the toilet bubble. You're going to see a smolt plant next year in excess of 4.5 million to both of these terminal areas, dude. Yeah, yeah, I know. This is uh, one of the few rivers uh, that I've, I've, I've that the future is looking brighter than the past. You know, there's not yeah. a whole lot of uh, salmon fisheries and rivers and in, in situations where the, you know it's looking better, but this one is. Um, you know, don't quote me 100% on the numbers, but last year, for example, up at the Wallace there, they collected close to 9 million eggs up wow. there. Wow. Um, hmm. You know, and that certainly goes between the Wallace and the Tulela bubble. Sure, but, uh, sure. You know, that's the most they've ever, uh, that's the most they've ever got up there, and they're trying to get north of that as well. So, yeah, I mean, it's, you know, it, it, the future looks bright for sure. So, and, and obviously, and I mean. You guys know, those fish up there are amazing, too. Hey, oh, Todd, they're really excited to in there because you can cover what you get steelhead kings all kinds of stuff with but with maybe the possibility of some high water on the way you're going to try maybe hover fishing or, or doing something a little different maybe park on you know in some of those softer edges and try to hover on them or, or how are you going to attack this uh when this water comes up 
Yeah, so what I do, uh, you know, everybody has their own their own game plan. My particular game plan, for example, it, it's ridiculous how many fishing rods are in the boat. Um, I'll have my bobber rods in there, Robbo, um, mm-hmm. as well as side drifting rods. So, uh, you know, some of these, mm-hmm. uh, you know, basically almost like, you know, glorified uh, uh, coho water, almost frog water in these high water situations, mm-hmm. we'll grab the bobber rods and throw our bait up over in that super soft stuff. Um, and hit that, see if those, any of those things are going to be sitting in there, as well as, you know, a, a few steel that will be sitting in those things as well, right? And then we literally will set those down and go hit the, the seam that's right off to the side of it, for example, mm-hmm. with the side drifting rods, and keep on uh, bebopping back and forth, um, you know, absolutely. Okay. So, yeah, yeah, that's that's our that's our program. There's a few holes in there that the, that hover fishing uh, certainly does work, mm-hmm. and uh, mm-hmm. you know, and I know there's there's usually a guy or two in there virtually every day that uh, will be hitting some of those spots, um, and for good reason that they're in there every day because they catch fish doing that. Mm-hmm. Bravo. So yeah, exactly. Okay. Yeah. Well, yeah. and that that's got kind of much... You know. Go ahead, Robo. Oh, just an unprecedented amount of water. Recall ever seeing 220 percent snowpack in may for crap yeah. out loud well uh, steven's yeah, pass exactly. steven's pass just got like another four or five inches of I snow know. the other day <laughs> and they're still skiing yeah exactly you know? yeah That's exactly and, and so what that will do too is i'll, I'll put the fishing good fishing well mm-hmm. in, in july too because yeah you know, we oh, have yeah. uh what uh, Memorial Weekend, and it's, it's set to close on uh, July 31st. And, you know, mm-hmm. most years, you get about the middle of July or so. It's that river basically gets unnavigable unless you're, uh, you know, in a small drift boat or, you know, pontoon boat. But for sleds, we're kind of done. Mm-hmm. This year, uh, yeah, we're, we're look, uh, right now we're looking pretty good. Now, barring no, mm-hmm. you know, 100-degree days coming up yeah. soon, um, you know, we should be <laughs> we have some flooding situations, but uh, yeah. you know, other than that, no, I think we're looking we're looking pretty good. We really are. And, so, cool. So you there, know, I don't think there I don't think there there's been a blog of Cliff Masses that I've that I've missed. And Cliff Mass is a atmospheric sciences professor from the University of Washington, and and he's looking at the data and he's seeing a continuing La Nina pattern, which is a colder Pacific, which yep. is a a colder and wetter Pacific Northwest. This is the weather phase that that favors salmonid productivity mm-hmm. up and down the coast. Um, Del Stevens, the, the tuna dog who's going to join us this hour, is 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 going to cuss it because it's it, it doesn't. It's not a good forecast it's for the tuna. Not a good forecast for the tuna at all, and 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 to get that warm water highway. However. Um, it's a wonderful forecast for for these salmonids and 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 uh, you know the the Pacific Salmon Commission's uh, initiative to produce mm-hmm. more more salmon. This is ostensibly for southern resident killer whale prey availability. That's fine. The orcas can eat them too as long as they come home. I'm excited to hear how you do and you yep. and Joey. When I'm loan, this is a Joey loan to you. Okay, you don't get to keep him, <laughs> but but it's Todd and you know this only too well. And and we're, we've got to fish together in the sound a couple times. That Skykomish fishery is nothing short of, of of a harbinger of things to come for Puget Sound as a whole. And and you know as the Skykomish goes, it's it's going to let us know. What we're going to see, not only in the toilet bubble, but all, but also in our Area 9, July 14th opener, and Area 7, and all kind of stuff. Area so, 10. Area 10, all yeah, that. Yeah, you know, and, you know, and the guys, guys down guys 11. Coming up out there. Yep. 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 Bingo. It's a yeah, can't, can't. all that stuff. So there you go. Todd Daniels, TallTalesGuideService.com. He is Todd Rivadog Daniels. We appreciate you joining us today. And I think I'm going to have a Joey lease loan 
agreement right. that you're going to have to sign. I'll have I'll have my people fax your people later hey, today. Hey, he has that halibut Just, care package with him, man. He's more than welcome on the boat uh, anytime. So <laughs> we will have that conversation. A, that will be a codicil and an addendum to the already existing <laughs> agreement. Okay, so we'll, we'll we'll get that figured out. Todd, thank you for your time, yes, buddy, yeah. and, and good luck, and, and keep in touch, my friend. All right, likewise. Good luck, you, right, buddy. Good luck, right, buddy. All right, take care. All right, coming up next, a critically acclaimed, award-winning Northwest Outdoor Report right here in the Outdoor Line. Seattle Sports Station, Seattle Sports App. The Northwest Outdoor Report is brought to you by Les Schwab Tires, taking your safety seriously for over 70 years. Fishery managers from Washington and Oregon just added 11 more days to the Spring Chinook fishery on the Columbia River. The extended period will start on May 24th on the Lower River below Bonneville Dam, and another two days have been added to the stretch above Bonneville Dam. Spring Chinook have been returning to the Columbia in numbers not seen since 2015, and the run forecast has been bumped from 123,000 to 180,000 springers. So far, the Spring Chinook run on the Columbia is the 11th best run since 1980, and there's more fish yet to come. Dell Tuna Dog Steven Seminar at Sport Co. Today, anybody looking to make a tuna run this summer should seriously consider heading to Sport Co. in Fife for a rare Dell Stevens long-form complete tuna 101 class. Dell's going to be covering boat setup, rod and reel requirements, terminal tackle trends, as well as finding tuna using your electronics, including the new Sirius XM fish mapping service. Dell is famous for making sure there's plenty of tackle giveaways to go around as well. That's today, Sportco, 11 to 2 p.m., and hit sportco.com for more information and, and seminar specials. Be sure to get some vacation time scheduled for May 25th when the shrimp opener occurs in Puget Sound. WDFW set the opener for a Wednesday this year in hopes of keeping the marine areas within their recreational shrimp quota. Each marine area has its own set of times when shrimping will be open. Be sure to check the WDFW website for more details on the shrimp opener before heading out. Volunteers of the Washington Sea Grant Program just captured an invasive European green crab in Nick's Lagoon near Seabeck on the Hood Canal. Green crabs have been discovered near Bellingham and Port Angeles, but it's the first time one of them has been found in Puget Sound. The discovery has caused for great concern as green crab can devastate native shellfish populations. If anyone finds a crab they think is a green crab, WDFW is asking that they take a photo of it and send it to the department immediately for identification. Anacortes Boat and Yacht Show weighs anchor today at Cap Sandy Marina. Today's the final and likely the best day of the Anacortes Boat and Yacht Show with over 160 boats on display. Not only are these vessels ready to ride, but most are available for sale, which is a definite rarity these days. The sun is shining. It's a perfect opportunity to connect with brokers, dealers, service providers, and brand representatives before heading out on your summer boating journey. Chart your course to Anacortes and join them today. It, until 6 p.m., and, and you can score e-tickets online at anacortisboatandyachtshow.com. If you're a football fan who's also a fisherman, this may be the perfect event for you. Introducing the first annual Dog Derby at the Porta Everett on Saturday, July 16th. The Dog Derby is sure to be one of the most unique fundraising events in the Northwest. This hatchery Chinook tournament, tournament pairs current University of Washington football players with participating guests in a one-day salmon fishing tournament, which includes a skipper boat, fishing gear, breakfast, lunch, fishing, event hoodies, official weigh-in ceremonies, and much more. The event is limited to 20 boats, so hurry over to huskyfootballnil.com to get registered and get in the game. The Northwest Outdoor Report has been brought to you by Les Schwab Tires. Find the best in tires, brakes, wheels, batteries, shocks, struts, and more at leschwab.com. This green crab thing gives me Not good. crab cramps. Yeah, no, it's not creepy. Good, man. Creepy it's a bad deal. It, it so, could be devastating for, for, for shellfish. 
uh, in Puget Sound, both the crab and, and you know, uh, gooey ducks, all the stuff we have on the beaches, uh, not good, man. Not a good deal. So we'll keep a close eye on that. Uh, I don't think they would ever get as deep as the shrimp population, though, and that's coming up Wednesday as the shrimp opener. Um, anything new on the shrimp front? I mean, you got a lot of new stuff coming out. I mean, uh, you know, we, we cover pots and lines and the, the big deal, the big deal for me that, that was a game changer for Joey and I in particular is that the BOMAC crustacean coiler program, uh, I mean, just, it's such a challenge to, to mitigate and handle and untangle 400 feet of line, man. I tell you what though. In spending some time on, on the boat with, with Phil Spielge and Yamaha product development, we do so many things that require fine adjustments to the boat, and, and next year's version of the Sea Beast is going to be equipped with that Yamaha Helmmaster. And, when Phil, when I first kind of heard of this, oh, yeah, yeah, it's going to be nice for docking and maneuvering, and I'm thinking, oh, no, oh. this is going to be a fishing innovation that's that's – groundbreaking in, in, in my experience yeah they, you hear docking and maneuvering first right because that's a, such a tangible pain point for so many people especially as they're moving up to bigger boats and more capable boats that's that's one of the it's one of the immediate things everybody doesn't want to be that guy at the dock or that guy loading on the ramp so we, we talk about that because it's convenient but the magic really is the other things it can do, <laughs> the stay points, the, you know, the fish point bow to staple your bow or your stern in one location. So you want to swing or you don't want to swing. You do, you do set point and it holds the bow and the stern. They're heading, you know, the, the, the drifting, the drift point track and the drift point functions alone. When you, when you guys start talking about mooching or like we talked, like we did over the lings and the stuff yesterday, we just kind of drifted across that structure. Now you'll be able to set up two or three routes that you can purposefully drift and keep your heading if you want to and go over all of those waypoints and be able to make those adjustments from a second station joystick. If you want to change your heading, you twist the joystick and it's one degree every twist. Wow. You want to move 10 feet to the left? You bump the joystick to the left. Every bump is 10 feet to the left. Precision is, is there. That will make you, like we talk about efficiency, keeping those hooks in the water in the right spot. And you talk about shrimping. You're, you're searching around. You find those shrimp. Yep. Now you're able to sit right on top of them with the push of a button and drop your gear. You know, a lot, a lot of times in Puget Sound, we have, we have current. We're, we're moving. We're drifting. So you may drift off your spot. It happens a lot. That's and how pots it, are lost, dude. Me, right? Mm -hmm. So now you're edge. able to hover right over the top of those shrimp, drop right on top of them. You're not drifting. You get a perfect <laughs> drop. And that's key in Puget Sound where you might only have four hours to mm -hmm. get your right. shrimp. You got to, you know, you got to be efficient. You got to, you know, make that drop perfect. Get those down there so soaking. Get your shrimp. Get out of there. So, and, and you saw me yesterday in some seas, mm -hmm. in some wind. And drop an anchor and, you know, 550 feet of, feet of rope. And right. I got to stay in one place. And so I'm looking, I'm watching my drift, all that stuff. The ability to let Helmmaster hold me in that location while that 500 feet goes out and then not have the boat move so that anchor and the chain can lay down and get a better set. Right. That's it's it's a point of anxiety with me when, when the weather's coming up and I'm setting the anchor. Are we holding? Because I, I don't want Listen, gear to go down. You, you dropped us perfect yesterday. Oh, we, you know, because you, you think about dropping in 500 feet of water, and 
you're not going to go to the mark you want to sit on and drop your anchor. You're going to go you hundreds of feet up, and then you're going to drop your anchor, and you're, you're drifting at that point, and you hope you land somewhere near your mark. Um, and, and you, I mean, we were right there. That was a perfect. It was perfect. perfect with the swing. Right. Yeah, it was we were, perfect we were on the swing. swing. It just yeah, kept, it just, and we covered ground and just caught right, fish every time yeah. we moved a little bit. So we had Bjorn, one, a member yep. of your team. Yep. And Robbo, I set this guy up with a salmon head and a circle hook. And I showed yeah. it to him before it went down. And he went, what's this? I go, <laughs> that's bait. You'll see. You'll see. Yeah. <laughs> You'll see. Yeah. And then he held a four or five fish clinic for everybody Dude, on the boat immediately he, there. Oh, so, he, so I think he caught four. He caught five out of the eight halibut <laughs> that day. And, and listen, most of the time. You know, a guy will catch one or two, and then he'll be like, hey, you yeah. jump in here. No. no he was dude. not leaving that corner. He was not corner. giving that stick up, man. No way. Uh, uh, you know, as, as corporate guys, we get in this world. Uh, <laughs> like, hey, I'm, here, I'm here now. Yeah. Well, hell of a like, fishing. You, you kind of want a guy like that on the boat that's willing to reel you, him up. Like, hey, there's oh, something yeah, off baby. my reel. Could you check this rod really quick? And then there's a hell of a on there. Well, like, check bring the it power. Up, you know? Bjorn yeah, has yeah. now figured that out. Yeah. Uh, no, no, dude, I think my elbow's active. Go ahead and reel this one in for me. I'm good. And then he's like, wait, you still divide it by four? And I'm like, oh, wait, yeah, you do still divide that fish by four. That fish does split, no but, question about it. The salmon head drill, that, that led that led to the new Yamahead right, waypoint. Yamahead, Yamahead but, Yamahead but, you know, when you go back to Hellmaster, it's just how many years do you have doing this? How many years do you oh, have yeah. setting that stuff? And this just brings those, those types of abilities down yeah. in the bandwidth to us guys that are down in the bandwidth, you know, and, well, and to be able to, to make that learning curve less steep and less steep learning curves yes. are more fun. Yes. And it's a great way to get first time boat operators, yeah. get their feet right. wet, you know, families, you yes. know, all the, all the folks that aren't normally behind the wheel, they're going to be able to have their first experience with joystick. Then go try, Absolutely. then try twin screwing or whatever absolutely, it absolutely. And, you, and, and the great part about hellmaster is you, you don't have to stop doing everything that you do today with your current right. system it still works just like it it's did just on a twin a stick that, it's just another yeah. tool that you can activate that sits in the in the background yeah. that just like a tool in your toolbox oh i'm going to go to this one and use it and now you have this ability to do all of these automatic functions right. it's like having somebody there to help you it's the, it's the Bingo. joke of your boat Do docking a boat uh when it's nice and calm and there's not a lot of current can be mm -hmm. relatively easy Docking a boat when the wind is blowing 25 and it's blowing pushing you, you away Absolutely. from the dock or, you know, the current is ripping and this is just going to allow people to, you know. We only have so many hours in our lives to do these things that we love and recreate. Yeah, no and if question. one of those hours yeah. is tainted with me crawling the dock, and as all my friends posted on the interwebs, you know, that's not where we're All right, be. Matt Nelson back in our Seattle studios is cracking a whip. We're late for a break. We're going to pop out of here. Del Tuna Dog Stevens it's appearing at Sport Code today. Joining us next here on the Outdoor Line, Seattle Sports Station 710 and the Seattle Sports app. Get in, sit down, hold on, and listen up. You're in the RenaissanceMarineGroup.com's wheelhouse, brought to you by Weldcraft, Duckworth, and Northwest Boats. Welcome back to the Outdoor Line, 710 ESP in Seattle. If you want to know about tuna, I know a place you need to be. You need to be at Sport Co. at 11, and it's probably going to go a little long, so don't plan anything the rest of the afternoon. Here to tell you all about is Del Tuna Dog Stevens. How in the heck are you, Del Stevens? Hey, Del. I am doing well. Good morning. Thanks for joining us this morning, Dell. And, uh, you know, every year brings a little different 
the anticipation, a little different feeling, definitely some different gears, some different technologies. You're going to walk everybody through that today. What, what are they going to see when they sit down at 1,100 hours on, at, uh, at Sport Cohen 5 today, Dell Stevens? Probably the newest thing uh, is the fish mapping that Sirius XM has out uh, that works on most of the electronics today. And uh, it'll, we'll talk about how that helps people to find fish and tune, tune things in a little bit better. We're going to talk about some of the new technology, some of the new rod and reels that are out. Um, rods are smaller, lighter, more powerful. And uh, we're going to talk a little bit about slow-pitch jigging, uh, how that works, the uh, technique and everything. Uh, a lot of people think working the iron and it'll, will work you out um, throughout the day, but uh, slow-pitch is a whole different uh, game and, and a lot easier for people to, to work. Well, define that. Define that for us, Phil. What slow pitch jigging? It's slow pitch jigging is a slower action that you're imparting on the rod, uh, and the jig is moving, still moving quite a bit, but but it's moving longer uh, for every stroke of the rod, and you're only moving the rod about a quarter of a um, of an up about half of an upward stroke, and um, then you're waiting three to five seconds for the jig to continue moving before you um, do a, do another stroke of the rod. So, yeah, and and, and, just a little bit. And working butterfly jigs, man, I mean, it's super fun, but it can wear you out, man. I've done a bunch of it, and, whew, man, after a, a full day oh, yeah. of that, you're whooped. Um, so that's cool, yeah. you know. If you're not used I, to that, yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, I tell you what, though, getting, a, getting bit on a butterfly jig or even one of these jigs, I mean, you just hang on for dear life because they're going about 50 when they hit that sucker, and uh, off they go. But let's talk about technology a little bit, Dell. Um, you know, people that maybe haven't tuned a fish or whatever they hear, okay, the tuner 30, 40, 50 miles offshore. Uh, like, what do you do to find? Yeah, some that of the things big that, out there. Oh. The satellite yeah, imagery uh, and stuff to, a, to get dialed in. Yeah, it's a big ocean out there, and you really need to use technology to kind of give you a starting point as to where you're going to go and and um, I start out online on one of the uh, web-based services like Terrafin, you know, a day or two before, trying to get a feel for where the warm water transitions uh, from the cold water and, and a nice a nice jump, and then see where the uh, chlorophyll overlaps that jump. Uh, and then, um, you know, with my electronics on the boat the following morning, before, you know, the morning I'm leaving, I'll look on that to see if um, if it's still the same, if it's moved a little bit, or uh, in addition to that, I have sea height anomalies in there that can have one more feature added into the equation, and um, you know to try to pinpoint that. And a lot of times, I haven't I've trolled three times in the last six seven years, you know, because I've been able to drive straight to a spot, pull the throttles back, and just start facing live bait and iron right in that spot without trolling. Wow. And that's, is that sea surface anomaly thing? Does that get you dialed right in? Can you tell right where those upwellings are when you're headed out? Yeah, you can. And um, there's measurements on the screen. And um, by using those measurements, as well as trying to find, you know, where the, uh, the chlorophyll overlaps and the temperature front strength overlaps, 
you know, on my screen, if I just touch my screen where all the, the where those three are coming pretty close together, mm-hmm. it'll tell me whether that's a strong place to start or mm-hmm. if it's a weak place or, or that kind of thing. And, and uh gives you a lot better chance. And, and let me tell you something, with the price of fuel today, you don't want to be running yeah. around much out there. To, oh, man. Year, so. Yeah, you're telling me. Or trolling. Yeah. Yeah. So, so it, it, Del... It, I've had it for three years, three or four years, and uh, it, make, it makes a, good, a big difference. Yeah, there's no just be able to rule out areas, man, if, if, if nothing else. You do a few uh, very specific things gear-wise as well, and I know you're going to be demonstrating some rod and reel combinations at your seminars. You got you got some giveaways too. Um, what what are folks going to see on the on the terminal tackle and rod and reel side at your seminar today at Sport Code 11 o'clock, Dell? I'm going to show them uh, uh, some of the new lightweight slow pitch jig rods, and I mean they are thin and small. You, you know, you, you pick one of them up and you think it's a you think it's a crappie rod, <laughs> and it's that small. But uh, you know, they just keep making things lighter, smaller, and more powerful. And, and uh, so I'm going to show some of that. Um, I have a lot of different types of iron used for slow pitch jigging. I'm going to give away a lot of iron and um, I'm going to give away I you, my giveaway is a tote. It's a cl- it's clear full. And um, <laughs> there's trolling lures in there, there's X-wraps in there, there's iron in there. I have four rods I'm giving away. Um, they show up, everybody's going to get some. That's that's pretty cool. That, yeah, yeah. I, if I if I could make it there from from Southeast Alaska, I would be there, Dell. So given given the cool nature of the ocean right now, what what's your anticipation? You you know you you keep an eye on this. We we joked earlier in the year that you're, you're earlier in the show that you probably start looking at sea surface temperatures right around the first of the year, if not on Christmas Day. What what's your gut? Are we gonna are we gonna have a, a maybe a little better tune opportunity, a little better warm water highway this year? What are you thinking? Well, with ocean conditions, I'm, it looks like we should have better um, a better fishery this year out there. And, and um, you know, it's already warming up uh, in Northern California, so it's not going to take long for the Tuna Highway to fill in in June. And and um, I wouldn't be surprised if uh, someone catches a tuna off of Newport. It seems like Newport's one of the first places they catch a fish, and, and uh, um, either there or Southern Oregon. Uh, sometime in mid June. Well, that sounds good, buddy. I, I I would I could definitely do with some tuna. I I didn't end up with much in my freezer last year at all, but uh, I'm looking forward to that. Dell, good luck at your seminar today, and keep in touch, my friend. Hey, thanks. Good talking See to you, Dale. All right, Dale. Good, good luck buddy. today. We'll talk to you soon. All right, coming up next, the hottest report we heard all week and the techniques you need to succeed. It's Roy Robinson RVs, really? Where? And it's next here on the Outdoor Line, Seattle Sports Station 710, Seattle Sports app. No way. you got to be kidding me. Really? Where? Just coming back from the island of Tinny and Delay. Where'd you get him, man? No way. you, you got to tell me. I, I, I'm not going to tell anybody. Ocean Journey Red. Hey, man, can you tell me where you got him? I'll never put on a nice jacket again. Welcome to RoyRobinsonRV.com's Really? Where? Where? RoyRobinsonRV.com will take you anywhere. Really? 
it's time to step up to the number one Winnebago dealer in the Northwest. Head over to Roy Robinson RV, the all-new Roy Robinson RV Center. You're going to find a complete selection of Class A's, Class B's, Super C's, travel trailers, fifth-wheelers, toy haulers, pop-ups, campers, and so very much more, including the all-new interactive RV shopping tool, How Much Can I Tow? Definitely good before you go. Go check that out at more Roy Robinson RV Center, RoyRobinsonRV.com. Joey Pyburn, we're going to give you first cut at this first swing, and then we'll go to go to Robbo in Palacios. Springers, 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 Columbia. Okay. Yeah, I mean, geez, the numbers going over the dam, uh, and it, you know, yeah, there's tons of guys down there, a couple hundred boats, um, you know, spinning in circles, but they're catching fish, right. and they're catching lots of them. So yeah, that that'd be my number one pick is to to get down to the Columbia. The lower river's still got some opportunity. Um, sturgeon fishing going on down there. A lot of stuff to do right now on the Columbia. You know, and you got the Springer, excuse me, the shrimp opener this week and, and continuing lingcod. My, that'd be my one-two punch. You know why shrimp is not my number one? I know. Yes. I know. Joey, <laughs> Joey can't eat shrimp, which is why he's shrimp. my favorite person to shrimp with. <laughs> so we, we, right? go to, we go to dinner yeah. the other night, and um, they bring out a couple appetizers. <laughs> Uh, calamari and shrimp, and they set the shrimp right in front of me. And I'm like, ah, we can slide, can slide that, that one down the line. Which I, I, great personal sacrifice. They slid the shrimp down to me. Tom ate my so, portion. Yes. So, Robbo, what's top of mind for you, brother? Shrimping, man. That's this yep. Wednesday yep. Uh, in Puget Sound, and, and folks are getting geared up. I've talked to a couple of the shops this week. People are piling in there, getting their getting their lead line. And you know, back when when we were shrimping in the early days, you'd you'd run that that. Uh, Oh God, that yellow line that was just oh. horrible. That poly or whatever it was. But get some lead line. Yep. Uh, it handles good. It coils good. Get yourself some sea links. And I think Bomac even makes the line all set up with the sea links on it already. Now you just buy the shot of line and hook everything together. But get all set up with that stuff. Weight your pots. Um, uh, and then once you got it, got everything set up, you kind of got it forever, you know. Um, at hauler. Um, take care of that stuff and, uh, man. And then of course you guys have been running that crustacean coiler too. That's a total game changer. Cause you can just coil everything right on those and just store those things. Um, so every season you go out and pull everything out. You're good to go for that one or two day opener that we get in the sound, but that's, that's top of mind right now. Uh, get your pellets and your oil and all that stuff and get your bait ground up and get ready to go for, for the opener on Wednesday. Also, uh, don't forget about the lakes, man. I mean, got a nice weekend this weekend in Western Washington, uh, all those planter trout, a lot of them are still in those lakes, and they're going to be—it's going to be cranking this weekend on the on the lakes in Western Washington. If you want to get out and catch some of those stalker trout, nice weekend to get the family out, or or, or just get out yourself and, and catch some of those stalker trout. So between the springers and the trout fishing and the shrimping, uh, plenty to do on the west side. Well, and lingcod too, plenty to do. Still there. lingcod. There's you know yeah. we still have openers for for halibut going halibut. on. Yeah. Um, I know it. It seems like it's the weather's been a little. Uh, bumpy the coast uh, halibut opportunity out on the coast you know guys have had a hard time getting out out there um, looking for that weather window the guys who have got out uh, on the few days they've had that were decent sounds like you know the halibut fishing's been great Um, so still yeah tons of stuff to do in the sound right now Um, and uh, it's going to continue you know we're going to we're going to move on into july's going to be here before we no, no, don't no, blow man. June away, dude. We got lots to do. I, I can't wait to hear what you guys are going to do Memorial Day weekend on that Sky Comish, man. That's going to, that is definitely going to be fun. But, but if I was home this week, I would, I would be soaking the shrimp gear as I fish for lingcod, absolutely yeah. for sure. Yeah. But, but Phil Spielgey and Yamaha product development, it's, it's. 
<clears throat> it's great to have you on the boat because of all the stuff we talk about. But the more we talk about Helmmaster and you know, we talk about shrimp and we talk about lingcod fishing, I see Helmmaster is just a, a, a huge, huge advantage. Well, the times that I've run pots with you, uh, shrimp, crab, doesn't matter. The, the, the method that you do that, that low speed you move along, the, the ability to spin the boat, it's heading, uh, move it left and right, is just going to, again, make that a safer, easier, more pleasant experience as you sling water and slime all over the boat. Well, it, and you got so much going on when you're, you know, you got to bait those doggone pots and get them over just to be able to hold the boat in one particular location. It's just huge. But, you know, and, and, and Joel, I know there's a reason you run Yamaha up here, too, and, it's, and that reason is reliability reliability they just these boats get put to the test with my renters um the the only thing that doesn't hold up is uh lower units and rocks (laughs) and and propellers i don't have to tune my propellers up every year they just get replaced there's only so many uh, things can you work on that (laughs) can you soften the rocks and the logs up here but they run 120 days straight uh oil changes at night and no days off, and minus a few little fuel issues here and there, but that doesn't have anything to do with Yamaha. Um, but they just they go. And that's the that's the testament to the the story of that reliability starts here. And it's not just the reliability because we like it to run. It's because these are our our friends, our family, our people that are going out into these environments, and you can't compromise on that. Certain devices can shut off, and that's just inconvenient, and it makes it not as fun. Certain devices really need to run all the time. Right. And the Yamaha is that device that, that that's the standard, and we're proud of that standard. It runs all and the we, time. It runs all the time, and maybe we're not the slowest, or not the fastest here. Maybe we're not the flashiest here, but what we are is you hit the button, and it makes a whoosh sound, and it starts, and and down the down the water we go, and safely and happily. That's the anxiety that you don't need to have. That yeah. God, we all had it for so long sure in the past did. with all this stuff yeah. as as a as we progressed in technology and i mean i've seen i've seen 30 years of product development here yeah, in sitka right and and here i am here i am at yamaha and and reliability is not just a word up here no, it's we're, a, we're 10 12 14 miles offshore and help is a long way away and that's and that's always on my mind you know is, is safety of everybody on board and and, and reliability what's right. pushing my gear and and uh, you know it's 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 great to have faith in your gear and and, and that faith is earned every single solitary day. A um, lot going on back home. We'll we'll make sure we're covering it from up here. We got one more live show um, from from Sitka, and then it's going to be back in the studio for a big long summer of fun in Western Washington. Joey, I'm going to miss you, buddy. I'm going to miss you. Oh, you I'm but miss you you still have show duties. Okay, we're going to do a, we're going to do a I'm three. Gonna, w- listen, I've I've already planned it. I just text Todd Daniels. <laughs> And I said, do you got room for me on Saturday? And he said, yes. And so I'm going to be out doing, I'll be out there doing work. All right. So we're going to segment out of you. and and work. Yeah, so, and and you're uh, you and I are going to be doing the show next week while he's playing. What do you think about that, Rob? I'm not playing. He's I'm playing. Be, this is work. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Are you are you chartering next Saturday? Which your your season starts soon, right? Oh God, what's the date next Saturday? Yeah, I'll be on the water 20... next Saturday. It'll Top, be a... Rob right. already doesn't know. You, what you, can, you can't oh, fish. Lost so you can't game. fish. You you can't fish, Joe. You're gonna you're gonna have to do the radio show on your deal. That's, that's sorry. Remote from Todd Daniels boat. Oh boy, here we go. It's gonna be yeah. the Joel and Tom show. See go. how they bail on me? They bail on me every <laughs> dog in here. I know Matt Nelson will be back in this. 
By the way, Joel, the guys at Bay Company down here say hello, too. I didn't realize you worked so close with those guys. Michael Valerma down here says hello if if Joel's still sitting there. Man, I tell you, that guy is a Yamaha guy, and the boat dealer that he is, is, if anybody gets in a pickle, Bayco Mm -hmm. is the way to go. It's incredible. I called him the other day. I said, I got a problem with a kicker, and before the conversation even got over, he said, I'll put one Mm -hmm. on the plane for you. We've never missed a day. and I No. No. Job is done. We'll back, be back in the water the next. All right. Well, you missed any of the show, jump on MyNorthwest.com, hit the OutdoorLine.com, or uh, download the Apple Podcast app. Give uh, Joey a follow at on Instagram, at Joey Pyburn, at Fish Baranoff. Phil, Don't. so great to have you in, in, Ano- in studio. Another year of Sitka in the books, oh, if yeah. we could be so lucky to do it again. Well, it's not over yet. It's You're going to go catch some salmon no, today. Salmon fishing now. For Matt Nelson back in our Seattle studios, Rob Ensley coming at us from Craig. This is Tom Nelson. This has been the Outdoor Line on Seattle Sports Station 710, Seattle Sports app.